up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I know you miss my voice. Cause I miss my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I should have already known that that's what it was going to But I didn't expect uno that actually. Persona, the Uno persona <laughs> is just dick. Like 100%. <laughs> douche. Let's use the word douche. Douche. Yeah. 100% committed to it. I know how to play the role. It's all good. You're funny, Not bro. That much of a stretch for me. You honestly caught me off guard. I didn't think you were going to say that. That was, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? To a brand new episode of The Beta Report. I want to be co-host. Me. Yes, thank you. I want to be co-host. I am the con. We got Uno today. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We have no Javian right now because he's shaping the young minds of Los Angeles. Yes. He sits there on his desk using only candlelight to not bother his family <laughs> and sipping only matcha green tea to provide his body with antioxidants. Fully committed to his health, economics, well-being as he grades papers in candlelight. What up? What up, Jay? What up, Forever Five? <laughs> we see you still grading papers. That's right. He's Even doing... though you, we might be listening to this episode two months later, you're still grading papers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a, that was a nice little tribute to him right there, dude. Thanks. Hey, dude, you know. He's, he he yeah. is shaping the minds of, uh, of young America at the moment. And um, we will, we'll miss him for today. I know that um, apologies because I did mention that we were going to be back a week after our last episode, but yeah, things happen. So uh, that that didn't happen. Things happen. No, 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 no. What? Back up, dude. You need to tell the people the truth, dude. Things happen means the con went on a vacation. Didn't tell anyone. Was in Florida. Out here living the out here living the anti-masker life. Uh, go to COVID Central after getting COVID is the only way to go, dude. I'm immune. I'm invincible. I can go to. Uh, well, you can't catch it twice. It has happened, bro. I've been coughing a lot. I really hope that it's not true because I'm like, it's, it's no, it's true. It's like it's not. It's not. It's not like it's not made up. People do. There are some cases where people do get it twice. Yeah, I heard. Question, I heard that too. You, I heard that too. But thankfully, we've been okay. But yeah. <clears throat> it was a uh, Claudia's Con, birthday week. Con, you're living that reckless life. You're I know. Living, tell me about that it, king life, dude. Like I do what I want. I don't want to be an anti-masker. I'm not. I wear my mask all the time. That was uh, one of the difficult parts of being in Florida, man. Being the humidity don't wear masks? and hot. No, and wearing oh, the mask yeah. all day. Especially, uh, you know, we went to Disney World uh, out there, and um, like I said, it was Claudia's birthday week. Birthday week. She wanted to go out there, so we we're like, yeah, let's go. Um, she gets some perks for being a uh, Disney employee, so why not? We went out there. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, dude. Disney Disney World out there, like the parks out there, they pretty much have it. Um, I don't want to say that they have like stuff under control, but they have it like organized. You know what I mean? Like they're keeping people safe. I thought that was a really good thing that they did. Is the way <clears throat> everything was done, the lines, the way. It, I mean, they're they're like. They're mask Nazis out there, dude. If you have your mask a little bit under your nose, somebody like jumps out of the bushes and literally tells you, hey, put your mask on right. Like they have signs hey. everywhere. They're making oh sure God. nobody could be walking without their mask, like at all. And um, so at least they're doing they're doing steps to keep people safe. So I thought that was cool. But like but the other part that was difficult though is having that mask on all day with the humidity. The humidity. Yeah, that's Jeez. the thing. It's not just the I don't care about wearing the mask. I mean it, you could wear it. There's no problem with it. But the humidity is so hot, dude. After I felt like I had a ring around my face or something like that, like or the shape of the mask, just because of how hot it was and the humidity out there. So, but uh, yeah, it was fun, man. But yeah, that's one reason um, we weren't here last week. But here we're here now. We're here to tell you about what we think about certain shows. I feel like we've been only talking about one show, and and honestly, we could just jump right into it and. Really dive into yeah. What? Let's talk about it. Bridgerton. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Bridgerton, dude. Let's go. What do you think let's about go. uh Lady uh Priscilla? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's a made up character name. I don't know. 
<laughs> I haven't watched. Well, it. I feel like. Have you, have you watched that? I feel you, like. I feel like Count Basinger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just the the perfect and eloquent match. I feel like Mr. Bridgerton uh, is Bridgerton the, a person or a place? The chemistry is is uh, is palpable and yeah. clearly. Um, Something that the audience clings to for, you know, the, um, yeah, man. (laughs) Have you actually watched that? No, dude, I haven't. I haven't. I've been meaning to, though. You're not into Shondaland, dude? Come on, man. Shonda Rhimes? She brought to you great hits like Grey's Anatomy and Scandal? Wasn't Grey's Anatomy like really good though? At the beginning, I used to watch it with Claudia a lot. It was it was actually pretty good at the first. Yeah, that's, of years. I remember. I remember being like in work meetings, right? And people were like, "Did you watch? Did you watch? Um, did you watch it last night? It's just such great writing. Really good show." But that's when like it was brand new. Like, yeah, first couple of years were actually. I remember using it as a joke at work about. Um, Something about medical stuff and whatever. I remember using it, and people were like, "Ah, oh, so funny!" Because it was like the hottest thing on TV at that point. But I think it's kind of lost a little. I don't know. I stopped watching it a long time ago. But you had um, Catherine Heigl and Jeffrey Dean Anderson came out of that, and um, what's her name, Sandra O oh was in that show. Yeah, there's a lot of great, you know, pretty um, prominent people, actors in that in that series. But anyways, no, I've never seen Bridgerton. Well, let me ask you a question. Have you seen uh, Queen's Gambit? Yeah, love Queen's Gambit. I it was a pick. Man, no one listens to me on this show. I have like the whole. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Succession is amazing. A, yeah, Succession is amazing. But um, yeah, like we, my fiance and I totally binged that. It was really good. I loved it. Um, I don't know why. Not just that. It became a cultural phenomenon, dude. Like, Google was talking about how, like, the search for chess went up 1,100%. 1,100%. You just made that number up. No, dude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just threw it out there. No, you no, forget you're kidding. talking to the mogul, dude. That's right. That's right. That's right. I got to know dude, these things. I don't know why. I just not... I don't know why those don't jump into watching it. Like I'm everybody everywhere I've read has said it's good. I just don't know why I haven't just like jumped into it, dude. I don't know. Dude, just roll the dice, dude. I think you're not I think you haven't jumped into it. I personally think you haven't jumped into it because like what? I don't know, dude. I hate chess. I, I don't know, dude. I don't play I don't chess. Know. I play checkers while people play chess. Wait, I that's don't know, not dude. That's not a good thing, huh? I think I don't know. Sometimes I feel like uh like for me, right? Like when shows are like everyone's raving about it, I'm just like, I'll get to it. You I know guess, what I mean? Yeah, I think that's kind of I mean, maybe it. Like everybody discovered it before I did, and I was like, nah, I guess I'll watch it. I'll now. get to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But it's really good. Yeah, that's what I keep. But why do you ask about the Queen's Gambit though? Well, because we none of us has watched Bridgerton, and I guess people are talking about that too. But uh, yeah, I was wondering if you had watched um, uh, Queen's Gambit. Sort of like same way, like you know, I'm I'm, I'm avoiding Bridgerton. Yeah, so, no, I don't know. No Bridgerton. Yeah, but let's talk about the show that people really, my goodness, are all about, bro. I think this, uh, and we're talking about WandaVision, of course, and I think WandaVision has just spurred this like debate amongst people during the whole week. I guess that's because you have such little show that you want you want to talk more about it, uh, and. Um, can we just have Marvel stop putting nine minute credits and just give us like five more minutes of show? Because you can at no, least, seriously. you know, nine minutes of credits. That's what it feels like. It might be shorter, but that's what it feels. No, like. you're right. It's they're long. It's like eight minutes or something like that. eight minutes, seven minutes. I think I've seen nine minutes, but still, it's insane. It's something long like that, dude. It's just like, I don't know why they put so much. I mean, they put that first part where there's like actual like color and. Things going on, and then the next part is like another five minutes of credits, which is I have no idea why. But, but anyways, yes, dude, WandaVision. Uh, I think for me, like WandaVision, you know, for all the 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 groaning and moaning we did for like, oh my god, that title is terrible. 
like I don't even care about the title anymore. It doesn't even feel that way. I think WandaVision has been so awesome. It's so good that it it's been getting better every episode. Like, how is it possible that like the next episode is better than the last? That's how I kind of feel. I don't know if you feel the same way or not, but I feel like the next episode is like just better than the last one, and it just keeps getting better and better. And it's just. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you feel the same way or not. Well, yes. And I, I think when the show was initially introduced, I was like puzzled. Like, what is going on? How does this even make sense? And now that we know what's going on and how it makes sense, it's perfect. Um, like, I, I love this idea of like someone in grief and what grief does to a person. You know what I mean? Um, like we've seen that explored a little bit in the Marvel universe. Um, and I like that this whole show is about grief. Um, but then additionally, they, they made this whole concept of like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s shows work. Like it, it feels it's gimmicky, right? Like on the surface, you're like, oh, that's gimmicky, but it makes sense in the show. Like, I, I think for me too, like, I understand like her, I understand Wanda's motives behind this. Like, I understand why she would want to create a perfect picturesque family, TV family. You know what I mean? After dealing with all the trauma in her life, I can see why she did. Like, the motives is clear. I, I just love it. It's it's really well done. It is. Well written. And it wouldn't work without um, Elizabeth Olsen's and, and Paul Bettany's performance in this. Like, they have been just hitting it out of the park, man. Just making you feel uncomfortable and making you feel like uh caring about these 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 characters um i mean their their chemistry was was evident from the from what civil war when they first actually interacted um actually no i'll take it back uh age of ultron obviously um so it, it just yeah they're they're just so um not just well acted but uh the 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 kids that they chose the uh Catherine Hahn in this she's been great too uh it, it's just been been really really good and the fact that you have the best trio right now in the MCU man Dar- Darcy um uh, Monica Rambo uh actually yeah Monica Rambo and Jimmy Woo come on man yeah. let's have a series with can we have a series with Jimmy Woo doing like sort of an X-Files type thing in the MCU Come on. That'd be hilarious. Dude, like, they Jimmy could do, Yeah. The, I think they could do like even like a web series where he lives through everything that we've seen, but he lives through it at, from an FBI lens, right? So That would like, be amazing. It's like, oh, there was this, uh, this uh, confrontation in Washington, D.C. between two like and it's it's like civil war right yeah, yeah. no 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 i'm sorry not civil war it's a winter soldier right oh, yeah. from the fbi lens like what happened here you know anytime something happens in the marvel universe and like spider-man kind of gave us a taste of that i think of like what's it like down on the ground what's it like for people who for regular people you know what i mean like cool the hulk just smashed my house you know yeah. what i mean like would that be covered by my now insurance what? or not, dude? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, dude, but it'd Jim- be funny to see him deal with deal with that. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Woods has been great, man. I mean, he's he's such a great character, and I love how you know Kevin Feige and his team of writers just keep the the consistency, not consistency, the continuity. Continuity. I'm not even saying it right. Continuity. 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 Uh, amongst all their 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 franchise, their product, man, you see him do his little car trick. He learned right from Ant Man, where he saw um, Paul Rudd's character, uh, character Scott Lang, do the car trick, and he's like, "How do you do that?" And then later in the movie, in in, in the Ant Man movie, you see him wa- doing uh, watching uh, online um, online um, uh, uh, instructional videos of how to do you know, the close-up magic. And then he goes and does the trick to Monica Rambo when he gives her his card. So I just thought that was pretty amazing where, like, they kept yeah. that whole, you know, story, not kind of storyline, but the whole like thing. Like subplot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I thought that was pretty awesome, man. But Jimmy has been great. I, I think he's he's such a good character to have. And and um and the one thing I wanted to talk about, not just you know superficially about Wonder WandaVision, but the fact that WandaVision keeps people talking to try to figure out either what's gonna happen next or what theories they can come up with. Because there's so much stuff out there about what is WandaVision going to lead us to. We know that WandaVision actually, in fact, WandaVision is the start of Phase 4. Officially the start of Phase 4. We do know that WandaVision is directly connected to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But then now they have other theories about what else is it leading us into. Is, you know, like, I don't know if you've heard some of this stuff, man. Stop me if you have, but, or if you want to, you know, no, tell discuss it a little bit more, but one of the biggest theories that are out there that's been just been, you know, everyone's been talking about, uh, and probably the biggest one is, is this how the MCU brings in the mutants into the MCU? Like, is this how mutants are going to get introduced through Wanda? Because we under, we know now that she can, well, at least through watching the show, we believe that she can bring characters from other realities, right? We saw it with... <clears throat> her brother, Pietro Maximoff, yeah. that that's yeah. the Pietro from the Fox movies, not the one from uh, Age of Ultron. So I love the fact that Darcy was like, oh, she recasted Pietro? Yeah. <laughs> she brought recasted. a recast through. So I don't know, man. It, it, I, do, you, do you buy that theory that possibly, you know, in, in the uh, um, in the comic book series uh, House of M, she eliminated mutants uh, by just saying no more mutants, and then now wondering if in here she, she somehow in some way brings out mutants from another reality. I guess I don't know. What do you What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's it opens the door, right? Like I don't think Disney acquired Fox without a plan, right? Without a creative plan behind it, and like you just kind of alluded to it. Like Kevin Feige is calculated, like even just kind of like the Jimmy Woo thing and thinking yes. about the card trick narrative, right? Like uh, I'm going to keep this and my, the fans are going to like this. They're going to like the attention to detail that I'm like, that we're showing here as a studio. So I think, and even you mentioned it, right? Like her getting rid of mutants by saying house, by saying no more mm -hmm. mutants, right? right? Like she has that connection. Um, so, yeah, I think it opens the door, and I think that's how they're going to do it. Um, <clears throat> but not just that. I think um, that somehow this is like Wanda opens a huge door because then you also have to think about – we're talking about multiverse, right? Mm -hmm. And we're seeing, like, the Spider-Man casting, the rumors about, like, Toby, Andrew, and, like, Tom Holland all being in the same movie, right? Like, I got a feeling that this is somehow related to her. And remember, like – that Spider-Man first was told, right, on on Far From Home, right? He's like, there's a there's a multiverse? Like, that was the first mention of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think it's great that he's, he's probably going to, ex like, experience that. But then we're also talking about it's Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness, but Wanda is a part of that. So I think she's the key to, one, introducing the multiverse, and two, introducing, like, mutants. So... Yeah, I mean, people are spot on. Yeah, I think that's that's. Uh, I think people are spot on in the fact that that's, you know, one way or how a possible way we can get introduced to to, to mutants. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. If if it, I just can't wait. There's only three episodes left, man. How much more can we get in these so, three episodes? It's just like, oh my god. One of the other um, theories that's been going around too is, who is. And I'll leave my favorite one at the end. But uh, who who is the villain in this in this uh, series? Like it can't be Wanda, right? Some people were saying it's Wanda because eyes were red, but her eyes were red when she was beating Thanos too, when she wasn't a villain at that point. So the theory going out there is that this is probably a way to introduce uh, Nightmare, who is a villain with Doctor Strange, uh, or Mephisto. Who's basically like the devil, I guess. And the way why Mephisto is is important is because we have Billy and Tommy, the twins, who in the comic book origins are actually pieces of Mephisto's soul and stuff. So 
you know, that's another theory. So I don't know if we're going to see Mephisto. People are like, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, everywhere on social media, uh, people pointing out little things. For example, like Quicksilver's hair is, you know, he's got the two little pieces of hair that stick up that look like horns and stuff. And then he says, uh, he says to the twins, uh, uh, what was it, like, raise hell, demon spawn. And like, uh, is that a... Is that a clue to who they really are? I don't know if that's just Kevin Feige trolling all of us into getting, you know, <laughs> jumping into these theories. So I don't know, man, who is... And, and then there's one theory about the who the main villain is, and possibly, is that Hayward, the, you know, the guy who's in charge of S.W.O.R.D., might be, yeah. Ul- might be Ultron, too. And in the comics, Ult- Ultron actually finds a synthetic body and I wonder if that's Hayward too. He's like the almost seems like the the main villain now. When you look at the show, who's been more villainous in the show itself, and it's been Hayward. So I don't know. Um, do you buy any of that, or do you feel no. do you have anything? No, none of it. No, I don't buy any of that, dude. I think that it makes sense that Wanda is doing this, and Wanda's the bad guy. And here's the thing too. Like I think Wanda is like so powerful. I just can't can't see her like being at the mercy of someone else first of all and then second like um like i understand her emotions like i empathize like like imagine losing you know your significant other right imagine losing your brother imagine losing like your like family in in to a certain degree right like you know um like captain america like like the, the Avengers were her family to a certain degree. Like, even if you look deeper, it's like who she had, who she had, who she seemed to have the most relationship with was like Cap, Vision, and um, Nat, right? Like mm-hmm. Black Widow. And they're gone, right? Like they're gone. They're not, it's, they're not around. And so like, who does she, who does she, who, who does she like turn to in the situation? Who else did she have a relationship with? Like, you know, I don't know what's going on with um, Falcon, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was somewhat of a relationship there with Falcon, but he's not around. It was um, Hawkeye Tony's, too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There's at, Hawkeye. There's, at the end, they talk, they, At the end, they talk about the people they lost at the end of um, Endgame. Yeah, they kind of talk about the yeah. people they lost a little bit, and that's how it sort of ends. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's Hawkeye and there's Falcon who they could come in and be like help her cope with those emotions. But that's a lot of emotions that she's dealing with, man. Mm-hmm. And so I I understand why she's doing this, right? Like, first of all, I don't think she's like, I don't think she's being manipulated. I think she's in pain. And this is how she's dealing with her pain. That's like, I don't buy this whole Mephisto thing. And like, I just don't, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. But then the other thing too, that I'm wondering, it's like, who's going to stop her? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at this point, like, really, like, we know how powerful she is, like, Who's going to stop her? Like, Thor's off-world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Thor's the only person I think that might have to have a chance. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And then, like, like Hulk isn't what he used to be. You know what I mean? So, like, who's going to stop her? Like, how are they going to? Like, that's the those are the two things that I'm, like, kind of really wanting to see. Like, so, I really want to see yeah. if mm-hmm. there is another bad guy besides her. Because I don't think so. I think this is just her. And how, like, how is she going to break this? And then how is she going to stop this? I guess the one thing that makes me, like, doubt that she is the big the big bad in this is that she doesn't even know how she got there. She doesn't know how it started. You know, she said it to Vision. I don't know how this all started. I don't know how I got here. I mean, it could be her own, um, her own um, grief that's kind of yeah. taken over and she doesn't know, realize what's going on. But it tells me... I guess for her to point that out is is kind of like trying to get you to empathize with her in in that that she's not the villain that something else is controlling her. And another key thing I thought too was Monica Rambeau said, if she's the problem, she has to be the solution. So yeah. so I'm thinking is that in some way this means that that it kind of buys into a theory you're talking about too, like maybe yeah. she's creating all of this, but also yeah. the fact that it's her powers that are creating it, but she could be. Um, she could be being uh, manipulated into doing this kind of stuff. So who knows? I mean, that's another thing that that we'll look forward to figuring out in the last these last three episodes. But my, the final 
theory that I wanted to talk about. Unless you have one. Do you have any any theories that I haven't um, hit on? No, it's, no. Shoot. Shoot. <clears throat> the one I think that every a lot of people have been talking about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that's been out there, is the fact of who is this aerospace engineer that she has contacted. And, bro, I even went as far as to try to freeze frame when her phone goes off to see if you can see who is, who's calling her. And no, you cannot tell. But I tried. <laughs> I tried to look and say, who is the one calling her? Who is this aerospace engineer? And a lot of people, I mean, most of the majority of the people on social media are saying, or are hoping, I should say, because no one knows, are hoping that this aerospace engineer is Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. I'm one of those people, man. I'm one of those people thinking, is that Reed Richards? And then the next thing after people saying, is it Reed Richards? Are saying, is it John Krasinski as Reed Richards? Because that will just simply blow my mind, dude. I will yell from my couch at the time of my lungs if, in fact, it is John Krasinski playing Reed Richards. So... That is the biggest thing, man. That's one of the people. One of the biggest things people are talking about. Is it Reed Richards or not? So I don't know, man. Do you think it, we're gonna get Reed Richards? And um, if it did, we get it. Do you think it's John Krasinski or someone else, dude? Okay, it can only be John Krasinski. <laughs> you know, like, like here's the thing about Marvel, dude. And here's the thing about Kevin Feige. Is like they don't disappoint, man. And I feel like there's been no actor character connection like this one like there has been no calling for anyone to be and like maybe maybe sebastian stan as a luke skywalker right like that's the only other one that i can think that there's an internet voice behind but it's not even close to how much people have been clamoring for that to happen so if it does happen it, it is going to be john krasinski but i don't think so dude i don't know i just i just don't think so i don't really Oh, I'm just, I'm just hoping it is, man. I just, it, he, uh, it, all because of that Boss Logic picture that he put out there of John Kaczynski as uh, uh, Reed Richards. It just, it just, he fits that role, just you know, visually. But let's let's go back a little bit, go back in in MCU and Marvel history here. Did you know that he um, auditioned for the role of Captain America? Yes, and he was. This close, and I'm putting down. and I'm putting my fingers together very yeah. close, very close to getting that role. But he got yeah. beat out by Chris Evans. He got he got beat you out. You know, he didn't get beat out. I remember that like Chris Evans was being chased for this part mm -hmm. for Captain America part, and then I remember hearing the interview where it's like his agent <clears throat> called him and said, "Hey, Chris Evans got the part," and John goes, "Of course he did. I mean, the guy. Look at him. He's Captain. He is Captain America." And so he would he dropped out, and then they gave it to Chris Evans. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No. 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 They gave it to Chris Evans, and he's like, "Yeah, of course they did." You yeah. Know, yeah. He's like, clearly, just looks like Captain America. Well, I had heard that he was a close second. If Chris Evans would have turned it yeah. down or not going, they would have given it to Krasinski. So yeah. at least that's what I read. Who knows what the real story? Yeah, is. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, it's it, I know he auditioned for it. And he and I've heard stories about him being very close to getting it. So he's got history with Marvel. Uh, the second thing is that back in April of 2020, last year, uh, there were rumblings that there was actually a confirmation that Krasinski met with Marvel to talk about some projects that are coming up in the future. Ooh. Was it WandaVision? I don't know, man. It could be something else, but... Uh, apparently, one of the things he, they talked about was his desire to be involved with Marvel in a like a, a directing role. Uh, but he uh, was open to being, you know, playing a part, especially Reed Richards. He did mention Reed Richards by name too in an interview he did yeah. like in March before this meeting. So, ah, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. My mind would be blown, dude, if he actually ends up being Reed Richards, dude. He is going to be Reed Richards, dude. I'm telling you right now. Beta effects. Beta effect right here? All right. Right now. We'll see. In a couple Reed hours. Reed Richards is one. John Krasinski is 100% going to be Reed Richards. Put it put it out there. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot wait, dude. It's going to be. Uh, I'm going to stay up and watch it tonight. That's what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> 
that's a good idea. Right? Uh, so let's move on, dude. Obviously, WandaVision's been great. We're going to be talking about this. I know that... Uh, dude, did you know that each episode costs about $25 million to make? Jeez. <laughs> they, only gave us, they only gave us like 30 minutes. Not even that, maybe. Well, these next ones, right? Like They're going to be an hour? Did you hear that rumor? Yeah. That they're going to be yeah. a little bit longer? I'm all down for that. Just give yeah. me more. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, go watch WandaVision on Disney Plus every Friday. You'll in, if you haven't started watching it, people, what are you doing? Go watch it. It's amazing. Let's uh, change gears here, dude. Let's talk about this um, other uh, type of show. It's a documentary on Netflix called Crime Scene, the Cecil Hotel, something like that, right? Yes. <laughs> it's got Crime Scene, the, the Cecil Hotel, and uh, this... Did you watch all three episodes? Yes. Now, I finished it. I could me, not stop. Tell me if I'm wrong or not, but people could mostly watch the two episodes and skip the third one. Or would that tell miss out on the story a little bit? Because I felt no, no, like... No, I think... Go ahead. No, I think you got to finish this. story. Yeah, finish it? I felt like it was kind of like uh, the third one's a little bit slower than, than the rest. But, uh, oh my God, guys, you got to check this out. The Cecil Hotel is a is a hotel in downtown Los Angeles. In fact, it's part of Skid Row, and it's got a history. It's got a history on it. There's stories about um, about uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, staying at that hotel, uh, people dying at that hotel, just different crazy stuff happening at this this particular rundown sort of Skid Row hotel. Um, and... The story itself is actually about Elisa Lam, who is a Canadian student who mysteriously disappeared. And I think the the crazy part of it was that there was actual surveillance video of her at this uh, hotel at an elevator. And it's worth watching it just to watch that um, video because they actually show, I think, most of it. If you, You've probably seen this on some type of social media a couple years ago because it was going everywhere. But it was pretty creepy about the fact that super super creepy when you watch it. It's it's crazy. It's like she's she she seems like she's being chased by somebody. She starts acting weird. She kind of jumps out of the elevator, jumps back in. She starts doing hand signals to somebody, but you don't see anybody. Then um, uh, then she goes out of frame, and then you don't see her anymore, and she just disappears. Um. But this 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 documentary itself is a lot about talking about L.A. and the the <clears throat> sometimes in some ways the misconception of what L.A. is because obviously there is Skid Row it does exist but that's not just L.A. you know that's not downtown L.A. Uh, exclusively you know there's other stuff around yeah there. yeah in in fact um, in fact the there's a couple that they interview. I forgot what country they were from. You remember that couple? They were British. They were British? So yeah, the, they were British. The British couple comes out and says, oh, let's go to Los Angeles. So they, like, look up hotels, and they pick the Cecil Hotel. Do they not? I mean, it was, like, what, 2013? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. Do, I mean, there's internet. Like, you could check and see reviews. Why did they not look at reviews? <laughs> look at That's probably not the hotel you want to stay at. That's one, and I know it's probably because it was super cheap, maybe. But the second thing about that couple itself and what they thought Los Angeles was, that they decided to say, "Hey, let's take a walk." <laughs> they're gonna take a walk outside of their hotel, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there was a lot of homeless people out here." Well, yeah, that hotel's in Skid Row. Yeah, they thought they were like gonna walk like you know in a glamorous city, like you know, uh, they're still blocks away from where actual. The uh, you know, uh, Staples Center and you know other stuff that are around that area or um, L.A. Live. I mean, where you can go and no, they're like far away from that, but they're like sort of almost putting their opinion as to what L.A. is because they walk out on Skid Row, just a terrible place to walk. I was just like crazy, like oh my god, these people are gonna take a stroll outside of their hotel, <laughs> just so crazy. I was like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Totally, dude. Totally. But the whole... So, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. No. So I want to play a game, dude. I want to play a game with you, dude. Go for it. Because you're right. Just for anybody who's not from L.A., 
You can't just come to LA and stay in downtown. Okay. It doesn't work that way. Like LA is huge. And that's what I want to talk about. So Jeff, we're going to play a little game right now. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to tell you Los Angeles. I'll tell you how big Los Angeles County is, right? So Los Angeles County is a very specific part of LA. Like Santa Monica technically isn't part of um, LA County. Manhattan Beach, Torrance, part of Long Beach isn't part, but you know, the technical Los Angeles County, it's 469 miles big. Okay. Okay. 469. How big is New York? New York, uh, if you're talking, okay, um, 200 this, miles. This is how big, this is how big LA is. So LA is 407, let's just call it 470. And New York is 200. Well, 305. That didn't work. Okay. Here, here's, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Okay, okay? okay. Again, Los Angeles, 470 square miles big. San Francisco. How big is San Francisco? Okay, it's uh, San Francisco must be big, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's about about 500. Well, San Francisco's 46 square miles. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yes. Wait. Wait. wait, wait. Yeah. What? Let's keep going. Yes, you can look it up later. All right, LA, right? 470 square miles. Chicago. How big is Chicago? Chicago has to be at least uh, 350. Chicago's 220. Again, that's how big LA is. Okay, again. Wait, the LA whole no, wait, wait. Hold yes. on, the whole state. Yes. Chicago, I mean, no, I mean not country. Sorry, Illinois. <laughs> Illinois I mean, city. state. I know, city. no city. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the city's two hundred and twenty-seven. Chicago. Okay, here's another Chicago, one. Chicago. Yes, it was so bro. much bigger than yes. Okay. Anyways, LA, right? We know for a second, but Boston. How big is Boston in square miles? Oh man, I know one of our listeners knows the answer already. Um, Boston must be, uh, what, uh, 200 miles through no, no, dude. Boston is a whopping 48 square miles. Oh my God. That's how big LA is. <laughs> oh my God. All right. All right. All right. So, all right. all right. LA versus Seattle. How big is Seattle as far as square miles go? How big is Seattle? Uh, Seattle. Seattle's a big city, right? So, I mean, they have, yeah. They have uh, the Seattle Seahawks, um, the Mariners, the, the Sounders, Mariners, the Sounders. Yeah, so I'm gonna say uh, 375. Seattle is 84 square miles. Dude, I do not know my geography, dude. I do not know. <laughs> All right, let's get out that. of let's get out of the U.S. Okay, okay let's okay. get out of the All U.S. Right. L.A. versus Paris. The world-renowned city of Paris. How big is Paris? Right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop shooting so big, and I'm gonna be a little bit more in line cool. with what you've been saying here. So I'm gonna say it's uh, 85 miles. The city of Paris is 41 miles. Okay. 41 square miles. All right. I'm gonna change things up. All right. We're gonna change things up. Okay, okay. Here we go. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're going to do, now we're going to do the city of Seoul, South Korea. Now the city of Seoul, South Korea is one of the biggest cities population wise in the world, right? One of the biggest cities in the world. Just to give you kind of context, like the, the LA is about 3.8 million people, like almost 4 million people. Seoul is 10 million people. Oh. So how big do you think Seoul, Korea is? I think they have to, it has to be at least 500 my 234 <laughs> square miles, dude. How did 10 million people fit in there, dude? What? Yeah. How, yeah, dude? Seriously. Seriously. So, anyway, now you know, ladies and gentlemen, when we say you're coming to LA, like you need a car, you can't just stay in downtown and walk around. No. It's impossible. It's more than just that. So, if, so, so now it, it's a kind of more infuriating because this couple of things that LA is just that. That uh, seven block uh, <laughs> area of Skid Row, and it's all Los Angeles. When it's there's so much more than that, Ugh. so much, more. so much more than that. But the documentary actually is—I don't want to say it's great. I'm not gonna lie to you. There were points where it was a little bit slow, but I think the to me, I don't know. You can give your opinion about about that show itself, but to me, I, I love true crime. Uh, so the story about Elisa Lamb, what happened to her, her eventual outcome, which, which is, I don't know what you're saying. Is there any spoilers? Because you can literally find this anywhere. 
Well, let's just not – because it's our pick of the week. So if you want to find out what happens to her, you got to watch our, the pick of the week. Absolutely right. You're very good on, very good on that. So the the fact of how, you know, the the – the final outcome to it, all this, all of that is very, very uh, interesting and intriguing about how all this happens. And the fact of the, you know, the history of the Cecil Hotel, it's actually interesting too. Um, that's how I found. I found the third episode to be a little slower than the rest. So I almost felt like I could have done without the third one, but that's just how I feel. I don't know about you, but do you want to give your um, look on it? What do you think about it? Well, I think you should watch the whole series just because um, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, man, I think I think here's the truth, though. Here's the truth. I think it does a really good job of showing you what L.A. is really like. I think, um, especially now, dude, like the homelessness has gone rampant in Los Angeles, right? It's It's everywhere. But like LA isn't like the Hollywood. I, f- I feel like I encountered this a lot in college, right? Like there's people who moved out from like Texas and the Midwest and like um, they, they were coming to California and they're really excited about living in California and living in Los Angeles. And they're like, whoa, like this isn't what I thought it was. Because people think of it as like, you know, Hollywood glitz and glamor, but it's not like that. Even Hollywood is super dingy. So I think what they did is they did a good job of placing the spotlight in a part of LA that most people want to ignore. That is true. I mean that that is I would agree with you on that. I think the the issue of homelessness here in in, in Los Angeles is a big issue. It is getting better instead of I'm sorry, getting worse instead of better. Worse? <laughs> That's what I meant. Getting yeah. worse instead of better. But uh it's something that we shouldn't shy away from and uh, something that should be done about it. So, yeah, it does shine a light on that a little bit. I mean, it was pretty, you know, I don't I don't go to Skid Row. I know that uh, there are people who go out and, and help out with, you know, the, the soup kitchens out there and um, the, the um, what do you call those places that? Shelters. Uh, shelters, thank you. The shelters. Yeah. Uh, but seeing some of the video on that is still surprising to me. It's still you know, it still hits me where like, damn, there's so many people like that, you know, that that, um, not necessarily has to do with alcohol and drugs. Sometimes it's a mental health issue that yeah. why they're out there. And and just yeah. no way to how to handle it because, I mean, if they don't go in for help, you can't do anything about it, you know? And so it's a big problem for sure. Um, I'm hoping so they, mm-hmm. I haven't really talked about this. Like, that. I mean, there's kind of not really room for it in the beta report, but I used to work um, for a homeless clinic. I used to do community outreach for a homeless clinic. So what we did, it was a team of four people, right? And it was like me doing outreach and like, and then someone else doing like administrative work, a nurse and a doctor. And so we go to these shelters and we set up in a room, right? And we would provide free medical service for like the homeless, right? And the vast majority of the people that we saw had mental health issues. It was schizophrenia. It was that they were bipolar. Yes, there are people who are on drugs. Yes, there are people who, like, want to live this lifestyle, really. Like, that that, that even exists, right? It's not the big population. It's not a big population, but there are people who are just like, I don't want to work. I don't want a house. Like, I just want to live like this. Like, I'm good. Like, sleep on the streets, eat at a shelter, that's, I'm good. I don't want to be a part of the system, so to speak. That's a small percentage of people, but the vast majority of people have mental health issues. They have schizophrenia, they have bipolar, and it's not their fault. Like, I think we as a society need to do a better job. Um, I think one thing that's kind of like, I want people to know, it's like, you know, watch the show, right? Like, watch the show, but don't walk away thinking like, oh my God, like, we need to be careful around the homeless people. Like in all actuality, like the homeless community is more scared of you than you are of them. There it is. Thanks for that, dude. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. check that out. I mean, obviously it's not just about homelessness, but there's a, a good, you know, little bit of section on that. And just to keep that in mind of um, if there's something you could do to help, you know, why not go out and volunteer and help? That's something that would, yeah, that would be, um, helpful and and i'm sure will be fulfilling too 
Um, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, our pick of the week is Crime Scene, The Caesar Hotel on uh, Netflix. So be sure to check that out and, uh, um, you know, tell us what you think about it. If there's something that you guys think we should be watching, let us know. Point it out to us. Let us know if there's a show. Uh, I know Queen's Gambit is one that I got to check out. So eventually I will uh, watch it at some point. So we're going to be talking about WandaVision again next week. And hopefully we got Jay next oh, week yeah. to jump into the conversation and see what our reaction to uh, that new episode is. And hopefully it is an hour. So anyways, we'll come to the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Beta Report. We hope the Beta Report effect takes it to effect tonight. We'll see what happens. Uh, and uh, we definitely are looking forward to it. Two hours away. I know. Almost there, man. Almost there. But, uh, yeah, we can't wait to talk about it next week. Uh, be sure to check out all our social media pages at The Beta Report. Check it out and uh, um, subscribe to the podcast at Spotify. Anywhere you can get your podcast at, we're available. So go and check it out. Check out our website at The Beta Report. No, not at. Sorry. TheBetaReport.com, where all our older archive shows are there, too. You can hear from the beginning till now and uh, I'm sure you way back and I'm sure you'll be entertained so until next week hopefully we'll have Jay this is the con this is Uno and this is the beta report we'll catch you next week see you later be later adios amigos